0: Hello, and welcome to Empire Builders, the place for entrepreneurs, business owners, and experts who want to build an epic empire. I'm Nick James, and thanks for joining me here today. Today, I am excited to be joined by the camera confidence coach, Adam Woods. Now, let me tell you a little bit, Adam. Adam was the creative director for BBC, ITV, Discovery Channel. He's got 15 years as a filmmaker, mainly with CNN, and has more recently founded the Camera Confidence Company. So when it comes to learning how to speak to the camera, like this guy has got a wealth of experience. I'm really looking forward to picking your brains, Adam, and finding Um, for our audience and for myself, some distinctions, some useful tips uh, and advice that will help us be even more powerful
1: delivering on camera. So first of all, Adam Woods, thank you for joining us. Yeah, pleasure to be here, Nick. Thank you for having me and looking forward to the conversation.
0: Yeah, me too. So um, I I guess my first question, um, I've been speaking for 20 years, pretty much. And I think speaking on stage and speaking in front of a camera are two very different skills. I think when you speak to camera, when it's done well, it seems effortless. When it's done badly, it's really obvious. So first of all, um, what do you see as the biggest differences in presenting live in a room versus presenting to the camera
1: yeah so it's a great it's a great question nick and um, i I think they're very different medium first of all um there's an intimacy about the camera Um, as a filmmaker as i say working with all sorts of people with tv presenters celebrities all around the world um what i notice is there's an intimacy about the camera and the the, you know you can hold a close-up like we're doing now we're on a sort of you know 30 minute close-up so you can see, you can see the eyes, you can see a lot of the, the physiology, you can look at the state. So it's quite um, unforgiving uh, to a certain extent. And that's what can hinder a lot of people. I, I coach quite a few entrepreneurs who are, you know, find being in front of the camera really, really scary. And, and I get that because it, it kind of shows us in all our our, our sort of, you know, our glory. Um, speaking on stage, of course, there's a lot more energy you're having to give to a bigger room. So your, your hands tend to be you know, to, to be effective, you need to be doing much larger movements. You need to be moving around a lot, more physicality. Whereas in this sort of tight, more intimate setting, it's much more about your, your how you, you know, your your body language in terms of your face and how you use your gesture and your tone of voice is also really, really important as well.
0: Yeah. Some people are listening to this on the podcast, of course, yeah. Adam, recorded. Um, and again, there's there's another depth of intimacy there because on the podcast, you don't have any of the visual Benefit. You don't have, um, you know, you don't have uh, facial expression. You don't have gestures. You only have voice tone. Um, so, yeah, just just maybe share. What do you think the key principles are as far as tonality go? Camera confidence, of course, we're talking primarily about speaking to the camera, but also um, what are some of the key principles people should understand when it comes to using your voice tone, delivering either to the camera or audio through podcast?
1: I think it's a lot around the element of connection and how you want to create empathy with your audience. I think to, you know, spacing and taking your time in terms of how you listen and how you build connection is really, really important. I like the word intimacy, and I, I, I kind of divide it up into into me see. And the more we are really ourselves, and share and you know i've been on clubhouse quite a bit recently and i think you can have some incredibly intimate conversations because you're just listening to someone's voice in your ear and you can you know we, we listen so hard there's so many um, nonverbal cues in terms of inflection tonality we're picking up we can hear when someone's nervous without there being any particular change in their tonality so a lot of what i train is around managing your state and getting into a place of real contentment and uh, a sense of real self-assurance because a lot of what we do is not about technique it's not about learning a new lot of skills it's about becoming more connected with who you are and your integrity inside mm. so and i think you know intimacy is like part of the, the the power of the camera is that we can connect really really powerfully uh, through the lens through as we've all discovered in this last year through Through lockdown, you know, having to jump on Zooms and MS teams and all the different things. And, you know, I've been coaching throughout lockdown and had some incredible connection and some incredible conversations with people I've never met before. So Mm. it's really powerful. And I think it's it's about a power of intention, being really intentional around how we bring our energy really in service to the other person that we're connecting with and really listening and being powerfully aware of what they're where they're at where their state is and so we're listening as I mean listening is a really key aspect of 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 talking is is what we're actually it's not as much as about what we're saying it's like what we're responding to and how the energy is flowing between us
0: yeah we just had a question actually from Lydia um which I'm going to take because it's relevant to what you just said um what are some of the top tips you've got for delivering on zoom because obviously that is to camera but it's kind of like a hybrid you've got it's like being on stage because you've got an audience of people and you can see all their faces a lot of the time and you are delivering to the camera so what are some of the top tips you've got for delivering to groups via zoom in particular
1: yeah thanks Lydia thanks for your question I think well one of the secrets is in the name um don't zoom it as in don't go too fast (laughs) take your time um it, it, latency is the sort of way that the, the digital um, signals sort of brought to and from us. There's often a bit of a lag technically, but also to allow people for things to settle, for, th- mm. for people to be able to hear you. I think there's this notion of like, we can jump on a zoom and just like deliver a high speed. And I think lots of different people have different learning styles. So it's being really, really cognizant of that and being really aware that that people will take time to settle. And that not everyone is comfortable also being on camera so it's very much a personal choice so when I'm coaching in a group I'll allow different people to be you know where they want the camera on or camera off I don't set any rules Uh, I also use the chat you know some people feel more comfortable about engaging on the chat some people feel more engaging you know on camera and that's okay that's a choice it's never to to allow everyone to to, to be present I think that's a key thing as well as being really present really alive um often, when we're wondering about the technology or putting our slides up or or hiding behind slides we're 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 kind of like we're we're about something else externally and it's all about your internal state, how you manage that and that's a lot of what I coach when I work on my program is how you manage your internal state and how you get really clear on who you are and what you're saying and 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 how you say that in terms of how you build um how you build empathy
0: yeah, I think um the first piece of that, Adam, was really the speed of delivery. And and I think there's a lot of parallels in that respect between delivering on stage to an audience and also doing it via Zoom. I, I think oftentimes we will present at our own pace. And like someone like me, I'm very fast paced. But if I only present at a super fast pace, I'm going to, like, most of the audience is going to be like left behind, they're gonna. They are not gonna be able to keep up. So I have to adapt my presentation style to slow it down to let the point land. Whether I'm doing that on stage or on Zoom. Now, others, other people might have a much more gentle, slow, calculated pace, which is great. But listen, if if you've got a room full of people that are high paced people, they are gonna get bored real fast. So it's about, I think, the skill is being able to change pace and tempo and volume and all of these different tools in your arsenal when it comes to using tonality so that you can engage everybody at different times. Um, One of the things I, I worked on a lot in my early speaking career was mastering the power of the pause and being able to, being comfortable with stopping and being silent for what sometimes feels like hours to me, but it means that people can actually like absorb what you're saying, and it, it grab it. Actually, that 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 gap grabs attention. The, the second thing, Adam, that you said that I think is really important. You've mentioned the word "state" mm-hmm. a lot, and how some people aren't naturally as confident on camera. Um, for me. And I can say this is somebody that wasn't always confident on stage, on camera. I've developed that skill over time. I actually think that first and foremost, it comes back to how comfortable you are in yourself. Yeah. In your own skin, like if you, uh, and, and listen, you know, for the first, it's probably only been the last three, four years that I've really been comfortable in my own skin to the point where I, I go, I, I am not. Overly concerned now when I'm on stage or when I'm on camera as to what other people are thinking about me and how I look, I, I just go, "This is how I look." I, I was in my, you know, certainly in my early twenties, mid twenties, very conscious, very aware of how I looked, and and that caused me all manner of problems because I was thinking more about myself than I was about the audience. Absolutely. So I think I think how comfortable you are in your own skin, in yourself, is crucial, and that and that's actually why. Yes, of course. And we are talking about tips for, you know, holding the attention of the audience on camera, on Zoom, on podcasts. But actually, first and foremost, you got to do the work on yourself to be comfortable in your own skin so that you can then get
1: out of your own way and and focus on the audience. Yeah, 100 percent. I mean, you know, 10 percent of what I do, we can do quite quickly in terms of, you know, the camera angle, the lighting, the sound, getting all that, you know, what you're wearing and, and kind of like getting used to that. Your physiology and and noticing how your body language is really important in terms of how you communicate but actually the rest of it is is an internal state and so you know when i work with my clients on the initial foundation process of 60 days of working through my camera model the step model it's a lot about well who who are you and who are you serving and, and and where's your energy in terms of that service because if we're constantly thinking about who we are and what we're saying we're not focused on the energy of the audience we're not in service and therefore a lot of the ego, a lot of what's going on in our heads is playing out. And that's when we're incongruous. you know, we're kind of like Bambi in the head- headlights sometimes or, or hesitant or nervous. And, and that's also why the camera is such a powerful tool in terms of marketing, in terms of how we get across who we are and, and what we do and our passion, our purpose. And that's why I'm so passionate about it. It's, it's, for me, it's almost a de rigueur, something in an entrepreneur's toolkit to use in the 21st century. You know, your ability to be on camera and speak to audiences now globally, as mm-hmm. we are, is, is a really important tool. And, and also, you are the message. You know, it used to be the medium was the message. You know, you put a TV ad out or a radio ad and that was your packaging and your purpose. Now it's you. Mm-hmm. People want to have a relationship. They want to know, like and trust you. And the quickest way to do that is to get, you know, is to see you and to feel how you're going to be working with you. You know, do I trust you? You Are you going to look after me? so yeah so it's very powerful when when used effectively so why do you think i
0: mean i don't see that many people delivering well on camera why do you think so many people struggle with it what what, what are
1: the what are the biggest mistakes or the reasons why people struggle so much do you think it, it's quite an intrusive um medium in in some respects i mean as a filmmaker i've um, I've spent you know over thirty years now putting people in front of cameras as a director behind the lens. And hey, look, I'm I'm first to admit part of the reason I I, I wanted to be a director was that I trained as an actor and I didn't like being in front of, really? of the camera. So you know that's I, really interesting. I didn't know that about you. Um, literally did not until you just said that,
0: and that's really interesting. And I think maybe people watching this or listening to this on the podcast can relate and and feel that actually that you know they. They are, um, of course, a lot of our audience, our coaches, consultants, um, mentors, experts. And, and you know, maybe they haven't yet um, really got to the place where they feel confident on camera. Um, and maybe they're looking for other ways. Now, I, I'm not all about video. I'm about what works. So, you know, I think if you're not naturally confident on camera, but you feel quite confident in delivering Through the power of your voice, then you might look at podcasting or using Clubhouse or uh, or things like that to deliver your message. It might be that you're really good at writing copy. You're really good in the written word, and not so good. I'm all about doing whatever works best for you and gets the best result. That said, I do believe that we're you know we are at this point in time where um, getting comfortable and being confident on camera is almost a must-have skill, like I just I think it's very difficult to thrive in the current environment. I mean, I bet you in the last 12 months, most people have spent more time on camera than they ever have before. Yeah. Other, other than actors and people that were mm. used to being on camera, I, I've spent more time on camera in the last year than ever before, and I was on camera a lot before. Mm-hmm. Um, just spent so much time on Zooms and by doing virtual events, and so I think we've, you know, we've, we've, whether we like it or not, we've had to spend more time on camera over the last year. Um, so yeah, what, what do you think are some of the, the key? Like you said, it's a very um, intimate and sometimes quite intrusive media. And knowing that it's only going to get more and more a part of everyday life, what, what are your tips, suggestions for those that maybe aren't quite as confident as they would like to be?
1: well what i feel is the sort of nirvana of it all is being in flow so you feel incredibly comfortable with just turning up and being yourself on camera without needing to prepare a lot of people experience when they do a video people might feel comfortable doing a live but when it comes to doing takes of a video you can have to do 30 40 takes of trying to get um something right and that's where you're kind of that's where you're trying to get something you're trying to be you know perfect something so i think what I work with my clients is a state of flow. So you have that inner security we talked about, a certainty inside that confidence. You feel really naturally in flow, you're delivering, you're serving your audience. You're very clear about who you're serving and why you're there and what the purpose of 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 your message is. But also you can be incredibly um short and to the point. I think that's one of the big um things that people I mean I've you know as a director I was mainly making TV commercials. So I, I, I've, I'm used to the process of, of compressing things in quite short spaces. But getting your message down to really short points that land, that create connection, is an art in itself. So I think one of the things is like being clear about what it is you're going to say and how you're going to say it and why. And that's why my process is broken up into those six steps. You get really clear on all those. So then you, it becomes much more effortless. And also, you're not on your head as much. You're not thinking about, oh, what, what should I do? Who am I? You're more in service to your audience being really clear about how you how your message will land and, and what response you want as well in terms of if if you're marketing through the, the power of uh, video. What well, why is it
0: that it's so much more difficult to do a 30-second video than a 30-minute video? You if you tell me to do a 30-minute video and I'll just do it and it'll hmm. be it'll be great. I mean, if I'm doing th- if you say to me, right, you got 30 seconds and you've like, here's the outcome of the video, I I will I'll do more than one take normally. Uh, it will normally be three, four, five takes probably for a 30-second video. But for a 30-minute video, I'd never need more than one take. What, why yeah. is that? What's the, you, you understand this better than anybody because of your, mm. your vast experience in this area. Why is that such – why is it
1: so much more difficult? It's called the power of limits. It, it's a bit like niching. The, more, yeah. the, simpler, the simpler your message, the more potency it has and the more it's likely to land with an audience. But actually, the process of elision of like cutting out, you know, getting out of the, getting rid of the unnecessary is an art. There's it, it an art to it. It's like a Japanese art of of of, of process of like elimination of the unnecessary, uh, and that takes time. It was, I think it was a famous. Um, I think it was Eisenhower, an American president, who said, you know, ask me to speak for an hour, and I can, you know, prepare it in two minutes. Ask me to speak for five minutes. I need two days yeah 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 I, I can definitely relate to
0: that and uh, it's it's i never i'd always felt that it was more more of a challenge to record something short and sweet um but never really understood why and that really gives me a, a better understanding I, I thought it might be interesting because of course a lot of our audience are creating content and doing it on socials and we're, we're recording this live here on uh, a number of different platforms on facebook uh, and we're publishing it as a podcast as well um What are in terms of structure of Mm. your presentation or your video? um, What what are some of the best ways to maximise engagement? Like, what are some of the ways to? Because look, getting somebody to start watching a video is one thing; getting them to continue watching it is another. So, how do you maintain attention? Yeah, and also get engagement. What are some of the tips you give us for that?
1: It's definitely like um, great film film script writing and it's basically start in the middle of the story. You know, don't don't go into exposition. If you start in the middle of the story in a position of conflict or or, or like stimulation of like, and people are kind of like, what does that mean? That you immediately got their attention. So it's not like grabbing their attention. I think there's a lot of YouTube ads you see at the moment where people just like talking at you. And it's like, yeah. that, that honestly doesn't really work. It's like you intrigue. The first you know, 10 seconds set up something that's intriguing that's gonna make an audience, but, but, but it's gotta also be psychologically kind of in a place where, they, where it responds. And that's where a lot of what I do is around developing empathy. You've gotta really understand your audience and what their needs are. So A, be in service to them and make sure you're not talking about yourself, you're talking about where they're at yeah. and using words of like, you know, I'm wondering or I, I understand how you might feel. Um, without it being a ploy, I think it yeah. has to come across as authentic um and then a lot of it is actually your physiology and also what you're wearing how you're coming across to, to create that initial uh, i don't call it impact i call it sort of congruency you're congruent yeah. with your message
0: yeah 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 good i, I think that's um so, so give me an example i'm like i yeah. love the, the idea of starting like you said but you're coming this from a filmmaker's background mm-hmm. and and obviously i don't have that background but, but starting in the middle of the story like give me give me an example of how you might do that in a video like if i was doing a a one minute video on i don't know how to um build a six-figure business how would i start that video
1: in the middle of a story that would create intrigue I think it's understand the psychology of your audience and what they most want to hear or what they most don't want to hear. So mm-hmm. you're either looking at their pain or their pleasure and you're like responding to that as a way of of creating um, something that they're going to feel. So you're always looking at the state of your audience and thinking about what, what is it that they desire or fear most and, and talking to that and not doing it in, a, in an icky way of like, you know, selling, <laughs> selling a sort of fear of scarcity or, or abundance. But being really honest, you know, the best advertising stuff that's basically legal, decent, honest, and truthful—it's got to be—it's really, got to land with your audiences. Being, and if 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 you if you understand their fears, like I, you know, I, I a year ago I was not on camera, you know, a year ago I was coaching. At, and I wasn't going on camera. I did my first live uh, back in last Easter, and wow. you know I've built up my confidence. Now I go live every every weekday into my camera confidence club, my my free community, and 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 I, I'm in flow now. But you know I've been in that place, I've been in that. So if, if it's creating that, I uh, um, basically that connection and that identification that you get them, you get them rather than feeling like you're trying to sell them something. A lot of it's about that connection and how you do that authentically. How important is that consistency? I mean, you just said you you didn't you'd never
0: not been in front of a camera until a year ago. Of course, you spent many many years behind the camera, yeah. Um, but you would not been in front of the camera uh, up until a year ago. Now you're doing something every single weekday. How important is the consistency to
1: building camera confidence? I think it's it's different depending on the context. So I do it in my camera confidence club as a form of coaching and a form of creating a community. So I'm live in there every day and I'm coaching and I, I do a live one hour, um, which I'm doing this afternoon, Thursdays at three, I do, do a live into my community. We do a, a, a live session where I coach live. Um, for me, it keeps me honest. You know, I do, uh, as a coach, I do what I say I'll do. Uh, B it builds my resilience and my ability to, and also it comes, you know, when you're in flow, new ideas come up. So I, I don't think about what I'm going to say. I think about the theme and I switch on. Stuff happens. So it's great for building that ability to be present. yeah Um, I think though that on social platforms, you've got to be aware of of audience's attention span. And that if you're if you're really serving an audience with something they're gonna love, then do it, but do it when they're ready, you know, build a build a repetition. So I do online yoga every morning at six thirty. I mean, that's slightly different, it's a it's a form of exercise, but it, it build that habit into people's lifestyles of you being there, being present. Yeah, But but don't do it because you think everyone else is doing it because then it's going to come across as inauthentic. It has to be serving your audience in a way that they really need and want it.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that, that consistency for, for me personally, um, you know, often people ask me how, you know, how I got to be so comfortable, confident speaking on stage in front of an audience. I'm like, I've been doing it like the best part of 20 years I've delivered hundreds of, probably thousands, actually, of presentations. So, like when you've done something thousands of times, it's your comfort zone. It just doesn't doesn't even feel like a stretch anymore. Um, And I think being on camera is the same. And so, you know, the best way to build confidence, I believe, is through repetition, doing it consistently. Um, The podcast is no different. Now, I do. We've just upped it, and we now publish two episodes a week on our podcast, Monday morning, Thursday morning. And again, the the reason for that is for the audience. I don't publish at seven o'clock on a Thursday morning for my benefit. Mm. I publish seven o'clock on Thursday morning consistently because I know that's going to work consistently for the audience and they they build it into their schedule. I know there's people that every Thursday morning listen to that week's episode and that's why we added a second episode in. So I, I really think consistency, a lot of things we've talked about here today, are key more than anything in my opinion um consistently showing up um for your audience and uh, and doing it in a way that that is congruent for you i, like, I do not do lots and lots of video online it's mm-hmm. not my thing um but i put out a podcast episode twice a week that's my thing um and you know i'm perfectly comfortable i probably make on average four to five videos a week, albeit they're not all being used on Facebook and Instagram. They're, they're being used all over the place on different media for different things. But the consistency of putting yourself in front of the camera regularly, I think builds builds and breeds confidence. So um, Adam, I know that obviously you and I have been working together for over a year now. Uh, you've been part of our Mastermind program. I know your business has um, grown significantly. You know, you've know you only really been, uh, been running... Um, the Camera Confidence Company and and doing coaching for, for the last year or so. Um, something that you and I had spoken about, because I think this is such a skill that people should really um, invest time in mastering. Um, what we talked about is that you would spend a bit of time with some of our audience, some of our clients, so our, our podcast listeners, um, our Expert Empires community, our Mastermind members, um, for free to, you know, Consult with them because everybody's got different needs, different um, strengths, different areas they need to improve in terms of their camera confidence. Um, so what we've said is that they can get 30 minutes with you one-to-one um, of coaching advice on their, um, on how they can become more confident on camera. Um, and we've got a little link that I'm just actually going to post here um, in the chat on Facebook. So I've just dropped that in the chat and you can click that and connect with Adam directly if you're listening on the empire builders podcast i'm going to put that link in the show notes so you'll be able to click it out of there and contact adam i think that gives you a uh, you can contact directly on linkedin and and on um on telegram yeah great so yeah. so all you need to do click the link in the comments here on facebook um whether you're watching on my page my profile any of my groups or if you're listening on the podcast then The link to contact Adam um, via LinkedIn or Telegram is in the show notes. Um, Drop him a message and you'll book in 30 minutes, one-to-one, for free, where you get get access to a guy that's got 30 years experience in filmmaking with some of the biggest media companies on the planet, Um, one-to-one, giving you some support, advice, input on how you can develop your camera confidence. So, Thank you, Adam, for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. Anything else you'd like to add or share yeah. with the audience, wrap up?
1: Well, I, I think you know we talked about you know serving the audience, and and you know I've worked with a lot of uh, clients over the last year, and, and particularly people in my Camera Confidence Club. So if you're interested in joining my free community, it's called the Camera Confidence Club on Facebook, and if you message me, I can give you the link. Um, I'll, you know, what I'll do is I'll I'll put that in the show notes as well, okay. so people can yeah. join that directly. Yeah, and that's all free. Um, I'm passionate about connection you know we 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 are super connected now in a way that we haven't been for many years and and it's only going to get more connected and I'm passionate that everyone should have the opportunity to do that so if you are not someone that likes going on camera and you feel you ought to you're not alone um, and these skills can be learned Um, and it's a lot and, and what I find is some you know my initial program, my foundation process is 60 days. It takes time to to gather that self-esteem. And we do a lot of practicing whilst I'm coaching you, is that change can happen very quickly. And as you get more certain in terms of your voice and and being seen, and that that comfort of being seen and being truly respected and, and found and, and honored in terms of how your presence is on camera. Um, yeah, lots of things can happen. So it's a it's a, you know, I'm definitely in service. Two people to help them over that initial stage of like well, i don't know how to do it and what to do um so yeah i'm really delighted to to be of service
0: amazing so two things you can do right now one um click the link either in the comments or in the show notes and you can book some uh book 30 minutes with adam uh privately or indeed join camera confidence community on facebook we'll put the link for that in the show notes as well Um, where you can get free tips from Adam regularly on how you can increase your camera confidence. So thanks, Adam, for joining. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, for listening, for being here today. Take care, and
1: I'll see you very soon. Fantastic. Thanks,
0: Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to Empire Builders. Please subscribe. Leave us a review on Apple, on Spotify, on other platforms, and uh, share the love. Tell your friends. Remember, till next time, the more you connect, the more you collect.